You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find your nice podcasts and Hey, give us a little nice rating and review while you're at it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Help us out. But where else can they find us? You can also find us at youtube.com forward slash up next. Hello, YouTube room. Yes, uh, we decided to create a YouTube after podcasting for a while. We started going live after Wednesday nights. NXT, we are your NXT friends. 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 See, I tried something different there. Because we were watching mm. Beauty and the Beast clips randomly before going it's, on to it's air. It's great. We'll Once more often. We, we are roommates. I, I know whenever you get like an earbug, you, mm. someone's, we sing a lot in the house. I know I do. And whenever we sing something, then it's stuck in our heads for like the rest of the night. So one of us, I don't know who the culprit here, but I think it was you. Oh, wait, that, that's... I, I it was have Beauty like and the a Beast. a couple of go-to tunes. Right. It's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It's Lord of the Rings. And that's about it. So we're here to talk about NXT, but as NXT... Went off the air. We're like setting up to record. We just started. I just put on Beauty and the Beast soundtrack. Yes. Not the the new one. No, the 90s that's it. One, you the said uh, you said something Garcon. Garcon. Oh, it was so, me. So I, I started the singing oh, no. Gaston, Gaston, and I was like, "Well, there's Gaston. no wonder that her name means beauty." <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. I need to work out and then play. Play Gaston, so, Gaston once theaters are open again. We, we do have a YouTube, youtube.com slash up next, but we, we go live Wednesday nights after NXT. We do WWE NXT wrestling watch alongs, which yes. we did backlash and we've done takeover in your house. So successful, so fun. What you're telling me is we need to do watch alongs with Disney sing alongs. I, I love it. I love it. 
<laughs> One I, day. I'm open for anything. All I ask is you don't go back and rewatch our early YouTube videos <laughs> because we were still figuring stuff out yeah. then. Uh, so yeah, we did go, we did go live with our backlash watch along and shout out everyone who joined us for that. Those are super fun to do now. Look, um, the last thing we all want to be doing is watching wrestling. There's so much going on in the world right now. A lot more important matters going on. And it's, it's just like, yeah, wrestling is still my escape from things. I tune into a wrestling show and, and it helps. So in this like weird pandemic to kind of hang out and watch with friends who like may not be sitting next to me, but are because they're like on a couch somewhere. And we have people listening from all over the world and it's crazy. Shout out all the worldwide listeners. Um, because it's just so cool to like watch wrestling with friends. Yeah. It's been so much fun. Uh, tentatively. And this kind of depends on when, uh, when the city Toronto opens right, up again yeah. and whether I'm back at work or not, but tentatively I would like to do some sort of breakfast watch along for Dominion, oh. um, Braden will most probably be at work, but I know uh, I know Chris Thunder from Down Under really wants to do a watch along. Sure, when it's nighttime yes, in Australia. He's an Aussie. So I think myself and Chris Thunder and anyone else who's up for like a New Japan breakfast watching Dominion tentatively. Uh, that is in the works. Uh, let us know if you're interested or whether you really don't want to get up at that time to watch, uh, to do a watch long with yeah, us. Yeah, but that would be but fun. I, I think it could be quite fun to do. Yeah. Um, obviously, the New Japan Cup has just it's started. It's back, baby. It is back. I'm wearing a new, new Japan hat right now. You are? Yeah. I'm supporting. Um, we've had the Together Project, which was essentially just a kind of house show just yes. breaking everyone back in we we're had all together a load of uh we're all in this together oh, another disney watch along we can go. do Boom. um yeah so we had the together project and then we've had night one night two of the new japan cup oh um and we've had our competition going on oh that's uh, right we set up this competition on facebook uh fill in your brackets uh for this because it's a knockout tournament right and we'll see how everyone does. We're going to give some prize out to probably the first, first place and second place. Right. Um, and we had loads of you enter. It, it's, it's really fun. And, um, so far I, I'm not gonna, um, okay. I am going to give spoilers. So oh, okay. if, if you've, um, if you've not listened, if you've not seen it yet, right. Uh, skip ahead a couple of minutes, okay. but, um, I'm going to give you updates with the score so far, but just, I want to give you some, uh, pointers. If you want to cherry pick some matches, sure. I know I cherry pick some matches. I know you watched uh, Ishii El Desperado from oh my God. one, which I thought was fantastic. It's Tom. It's you can't Tom. go wrong with Tom. Like it's Tom, Tom VL, <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii. I can tell you if you're if you're someone who just listens to us because you like the you know American products, WWE and NXT and stuff like that, you are missing out on Ishii. Yes. Tom is Tom is a draw. I think he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Hands period. down. Like, Me too. Period. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is fantastic. Um, and his, 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 like, uh, facial hair, his line, the line. so perfect. He pulls it off. He clearly got a barber in Some Japan people somewhere. look creepy as fuck, like, that, but, uh, <laughs> somehow the stone pit bull pulls yeah. it off. We'll get into more facial hair when we talk about Kyle O'Reilly later on oh, in yes. the show. But yeah, uh, Tomohiro, that match was awesome. And I love seeing, it's weird because, uh, Takahashi, Hiromu, mm. he came back and he had his epic encounter with, with Will Ospreay. And then this whole pandemic, I feel like we hadn't get a good comeback. You won the title, but like, I think I've been deprived of him. Yeah. So it was I, nice to see him. It, it was good to see him. I, I thought that 
match was like kind of weak. I, his I match still like Honma. It. Like Honma is very like dated, immobile yeah. Yeah. right now. So um, I know we're gonna get some some bangers from Hiromu down right. the line, but I, I thought that was kind of weak. I loved the opening match, uh, Togi Makabai. Makabe versus Tsuji, okay. the young lion. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, Makabe, I haven't really seen put out a match like that for years. I remember he had this great, um, like, uh, Wrestle Kingdom match against Tom, um, Tom a few years ago, which was fantastic. And he's, he's older now. He doesn't really take the bumps anymore, but he put in a shift, um, that night, night one. So, yeah. It's the itch of not wrestling, and then they, these maybe, guys come back, maybe. right? Like, so I really recommend that match, the opener. You know what? I'm not giving spo- spoilers. I'm recommending that match, and I'm recommending the Ishi match. And holy fuck, we're we're talking about guys who are maybe um, immobile and past it now. But Minoru Suzuki versus Yuji Nagata, uh. fucking hell! If you want to watch two. Two old geezers just beat the piss out of each other. Definitely. For like 15 minutes. My God, this stole Night 2. Night 2 was a lot weaker, in my opinion. Sure. It's still the one. early brackets it's, of this tournament. It's still the early It's going to get really good, though. So it's going to get gonna juicy. Get good. But my God, um, yeah, that match from Night 2. So they're the three matches I'll... Uh, I'd yeah. say to I, go out your way to watch. I would agree with you. I I, I really like how it all comes. I really love that commercial with uh, Hiro- uh, T- Tanahashi. Yeah, where the girl, the, the the woman walks by, and then he just winks. It's so weird. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. And there's a New Japan Super Card game. What? Oh, like WWE what? Supercard. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What the hell's Getting going on? on? Uh, look, uh, wrestling has been like weird since the, the whole world's weird with the pandemic and. This is they finally come back. It's it's just cool to see what they do. There's a a woman on commentary who's in a screen on on the screen. It's interesting. Yeah. So actually, that's one of the things. Um, John Pollock before this episode of NXT messaged yeah. us and was like, "Can you let me know if there are masks in Full Sail?" Which right. is, I guess some news we'll get into in a sec. Yes. But it's very clear in these New Japan shows how seriously they're taking it. They they show the guys spraying the ring floor. The ring, they the clean everything. The ropes, even the commentary team. You've got um, they're they're distant. They're like two meters apart. So right. you've got this TV in the middle with this female commentator, like splitting them up. She's on a TV screen, but she's actually just another two meters yeah, she's down not the that way. Far but down for there. the it's shot, so, it's so funny. For the shot, she's on this TV screen. She's great. I think they're they're going out of their way to show to you as an audience. Look, we're taking this seriously. Yeah. This is safe. Enjoy the show. Right. That's how I feel they're doing it. Whereas WWE, we have reports of Florida hitting the highest cases ever in the last couple of days. And yeah, Florida, what's going um, on? People in the PC who've been tested positive and all this stuff. And you, you do watch it guiltily. You're going, is this safe still? This right. is a few months later. And is this, uh, is this right? Um, before before we maybe talk about that, I do want to give a quick update of our little competition. Oh yeah, you, got, you went too you went too fur, further into the future. Yeah, you, so I want to thank John Cino, who's kind of running this uh, tournament. Well, he's so running far. our Facebook. He's Facebook, running our Facebook. Yeah, hey, join our Facebook page and our Facebook group on the page because it's be- becoming a, a little community. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's like live chats during every night. There's watch-along stuff. There's so much stuff going on in there. Definitely follow us on Facebook, Up Next, and the group. But please, continue. Yeah. Um, so, 
a lot of people had a perfect bracket after night one. Everyone's bracket has been broken Whoa. after night two. Everyone's got at least one of the eight matches correct so far. Um, so far, we have a 10-way tie at seven points each. That's between John Ceno, Nicholas De Silva, Benjamin Kogel, Hugh Saunders, Walter Martin, Roger D. Alman, Andrew McDonald, Jalen Thomas, David Sykes, and Richard Smith. Um, so I'm not winning. Well, it's only two nights. Neither <laughs> okay, am I. Okay, okay. You're good. Okay, um, okay. The Suzuki versus Yuji Nagata match, only W.H. Park and Benjamin Kogel correctly predicted. Right. Um, well, W.H. Park knows his stuff. He I knows his stuff. He doesn't go outside, so I would know his know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all 27 entrants chose um, chose the Ishii match correctly, right. the Takahashi match correctly, and the Okada match well, correctly. Well, I'll say it right now. Ishii is winning the whole thing, baby. Okay. You heard it here yeah, first. You heard it. Um, Kanemaru versus Uemura was the closest split so far with 14 people choosing the young lion Uemura to win and 13 people going with Kanemaru. Uh, Benjamin Kogel chose Gabriel Kidd to win the entire thing. Wow. Therefore being mathematically eliminated from winning the <laughs> entire bracket. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Gabriel Kidd's the new kind of He's kid. He's the young lion, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, David Darkheart picked uh, Suzuki to go all the way to the group final. Wow. So we'll see if that happens. He's the only one to pick that. So the winner of this tournament faces uh, Naito, Naito yeah. at Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously only two nights in. So a lot to still play for. Yes. So very exciting stuff. Unless for <laughs> Benjamin Kogel. Uh, yeah. No, it's cool. Uh, even like, again, join us on, on the socials because it's totally fun to kind of interact and stuff. I, I pick, I think I picked Ishii all the way. I think I put that in my bracket. Um, will it actually happen? Probably not, but that's what I'm picking. Uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing Takahashi versus Naito because uh, they kind of teased us and we didn't get it. But there's a few different lanes. Um, it's just so nice to see Kota Ibushi on TV again. Oh, he's a handsome man. And they better clean those damn rings because he can't wrestle in no dirty ring. He's, uh, he's done wrestling in car parks and yes. stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's really cool to see more wrestling come back. Look, um, I'm not saying the world should come back fully because it's still who we don't know right mm. but uh they're clearly taking this seriously and they they do the stuff and all to entertain us so uh shout out new japan shout out back. new japan uh yeah i mean in the world of <clears throat> new japan we also are going to be watching some old new japan next week yeah. for our patreon quick shout out for that because it's kind of like our, our japan week essentially we didn't really plan it this way it just no, kind of happened it just happened uh we do a show called best match ever we just did one last week for backlash which we watched sky to hottie and d malenko really good match amazing match <laughs> will it top randy orton and Mick Foley or randy orton versus edge now since I the think, greatest match ever i think after this week we've learned uh backlash is about shame mcmahon as a special guest referee yeah and Randy Orton has good matches. putting on incredible matches for the only time in his for the career. only time <laughs> only at backlash yeah yeah uh, we did that best match ever but this upcoming week we're going to be doing um, like next week we're going to be doing best of the super juniors 
finals. So we're going back for the like 10 best of the Super Junior final matches, which include like Finn Balor. Uh, there's so many. Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly, the list yeah. goes on. Will Ospreay. And we're going to be picking the best ones out of that and doing a whole show on that. But I mentioned we're going to Japan because we're going to be talking to friend of the show, W.H. Park, who's got his new show all about some Japanese wrestling on the Post Wrestling Network. Check his stuff out because it's so awesome. He is yeah, super knowledgeable. long and winding Royal Road where W.H. Uh, is going all through like 90s all Japan, the, the Triple Crown uh, champions. Yeah. Uh, we've talked a bunch about it on our Patreon. We've kind of just discovered it. We ourselves. did best match ever, like some some Kenta Kobashi, and we did some Stan Hansen matches, and those matches no, are crazy. Uh, sorry, Misawa. Yeah, Kawada. check out check out WH Park's and new WH. Show. It's it's a whole history lesson in it. It's once a month on post wrestling, so really do check but that out. Years ago, I went to uh, Wrestle Kingdom to see Jericho and Kenny, obviously, and uh, there was an ad in the Tokyo Dome that said there was a movie coming out from New Japan, and it's called My Dad Is a Heel Wrestler. Now, this movie's been out for a few years, but I made a joke to WH, and I said, one day when there's an English version, we're going to review this movie. And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's an English version. I think he was like, yeah, Braden, stop talking to me. Yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. whatever. What the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be uh, on our Patreon as well, where we're going to be joined by WH Park to review New Japan Pro Wrestling, starring Tanahashi. My dad is a heel wrestler. It's on New Japan World. It has English subtitles. Yes. So uh, that's that's all next week. So basically, this is our unofficial plug to sign up to New Japan World because <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going there. Uh, we are not in any way affiliated with them, <laughs> but. It might be a good idea. But you can join our Patreon. Uh, we do Was Next, where we go back in time. We just did a, a Was Next that's coming out tomorrow, where it's the, not only a debuting Roman Reigns from last week, but a debuting Bray Wyatt, which is just crazy. It was actually a really good episode. Yeah, it was actually uh, really I good. I really enjoyed this week. Yeah. So maybe if Tremperetta. you've got minutes to spare and you've got your network subscription going to waste, check out November 7th, 2012. <laughs> NXT. And then we also do a show called Up Yours where World Champ patrons get to pick something and we watch it and chat about it. So uh, World Champ patron Corey wants us so badly to watch a movie. So we're watching it and reviewing it tomorrow. Bloodsport. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not the Bloodsport like the the wrestling one. The indie show. Bloodsport, the movie. Uh, I've watched this movie a bunch. You've never seen it. You haven't watched it I yet. was meant to watch it earlier today, but it turned into Karen with our fucking Wi-Fi router. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was meant to watch it today, but I was trying to set up this nifty uh, Wi-Fi booster You're so we Karen. could watch NXT in the garden. If you checked our Twitter and Instagram, you see we eventually did succeed. We did barbecue in the garden while taking notes, drinking wine, watching NXT. It was glorious. Uh, but yes, we will be talking about um, about Bloodsport. And yeah. because Corey has decided not to join us for the show, it means I'll be putting Brayden through the trivia. Oh, so it can't be that hard then. You've got to beat uh, Neil's perfect score of 10. Oh, I can't believe you've never seen Bloodsport. It's so fucking... Jo- like, look, right now, I'll tell you. you like, yo, this all sounds good, but I don't want to listen to your fucking Patreon. Patreon.com slash up next, by the way. Just go watch Bloodsport if you don't want to hear us talk about it. And if you've never seen Bloodsport, oh, man. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is one of the greatest actors of our generation. Said actor. Because he's so good at acting. Why not? Uh, so that's all hey, on that how Patreon. how can you judge? You've never acted before. <laughs> you've never taken I, a bump before. I'm sorry. I've acted, you see. So I, I'm the only person allowed uh, to critique. 
Yeah. Uh, acting. Yeah, I is. guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, you know, you can't critique wrestling. And also, we're not allowed to judge how good our barbecue was today because neither of us are professional chefs. That's it. But factually, we did have a barbecue today. We had a pretty good barbecue. Uh, NXT meals is what we do on Wednesday. And since we have the BDE MSG, the Braden Navy Estate, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> We've just been barbecuing on Wednesdays. So today we did some uh, Korean barbecue bulgogi on the grill. We did some, uh, I got some Portuguese piri piri pork chops. We were all on, we, I didn't think of any clever names for them though. So I'm sorry. It was, I'm trying to think, you know, the revival, like no flips, just fists. Yeah. Ours was like, no veg, just meat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> pretty much. yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much our dinner tonight. Uh, no, I need a designer to redesign the logo of a white claw to a, the waves, the art, the way the waves look on a white claw can to make it look like a raccoon. Raccoon. Because last week we didn't talk about this. Last week, after we do the show every Wednesday night, we're gonna get to NXT. I swear. Last week we we talked about Ralph the raccoon. We're in Toronto. We have the like the highest population of raccoons in the world. Yeah. David Attenborough told me on BBC Planet Earth. Ralph the raccoon lives in our backyards, like up in the shed. And sometimes I tried to feed him pita bread last week. And instead of trying to help him, I scared him away. Instead of feeding, feeding it, it sounds like you, you're like, hi, come here. Well, Jenny, I tried give that. him pita bread. You just lug a loaf of pita bread <laughs> at this poor raccoon. I didn't hit him. And but... Ralph runs off. But then like fast forward, like an hour, we were chilling in the backyard, having some drinks. Then there was three raccoons and they all got in a raccoon fight. It was yeah. like a, was it standoff fight. fight pit of raccoons? Oh, it really was. It was wild. Our boy R- Ralph is okay though. In case you're wondering, but I need someone to design a white claw to make it look like a ra- raccoon because I think that's would be nice. Yeah, yeah. The, like line work. <laughs> I just love raccoons now. I want to know all oh, about they're them. So cute. I really love them, like especially I, for me because I don't have them in the UK. Right. So moving here, seeing a raccoon for they're the first new to time, you. I was like, wow. Yeah. Ralph, that's amazing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Ralph the raccoon. Drink poor. I mean, Speaking still alive. White claws. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, even, don't tell your girlfriend. She really doesn't want you drinking them. Now, I know. Uh, just before we get into NXT, oh. um, I'm normally... Uh, I said I turned into Karen earlier trying to sort out the, the MSG in the back. Yeah. You turned into Karen the other day. What did I do? And I'm going to hand you this. I, what is it? I got this from the post earlier. What is it? I want you to have a quick glance at it. Okay. Oh, no. Construction notice. Bather station. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you lost your shit the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it, though. Well, it's construction at fucking ass crack o'clock in the morning. Okay. So the, the, there's a, a house that's like beside us that uh, the, the people, when COVID hit, the people in the house were like, fuck this and like moved away. They clearly have somewhere else they can live while this house is just chilling. But then they've clearly paid construction workers to come in and like renovate their house while they're gone during COVID the past few weeks, past few months. But the past few weeks, we notice every day at seven in the morning, these, they're doing construction. So I'm getting really upset. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Sometimes I'm waking up that early for work and sometimes I'm like trying to sleep. So I, feel, like, I feel there's something about us being in a basement. So any kind of drilling or like shake the whole string or stuff, it shakes goes the whole underground street. and just shakes our so, foundation. So this was happening and I'm, I'm a cool cat. You, you, if you know me, I, I, I'm a, I'll let it slide. But after weeks of this, like, you're like, dude, stop doing construction this early in the morning. That's not cool. Like, it's just the thing of being right and wrong at this point. Well, I, the way I've always seen it, because I remember I got in trouble in a hotel in Italy. For being loud. For being loud at 9.30 p.m. Before. on a Friday night. That's BS. 9.30 p.m. on a Friday night. 
7 a.m. Saturday and Sunday, every single church bell goes off for about 10 minutes. F that. And they're all like, all their clocks are about a minute off. So it's constant from like 6.58. And I'm going, sorry, how, how is me like, and I'm not even, how is us, the four of us having a laugh at 9.30 p.m. (laughs) disrupting people and bells going off at seven in the morning. I hate it. Fine. And it, it's kind of how I feel with construction. I get, like, noise pollution sucks. Right. And I almost got I kicked out of a hotel for we've listening never, to DMX. We've never been in trouble since living here for no, being loud. Never. But, like, I'd respect it if we if we were outside talking after we finished NXT and we maybe our voices went up a bit and someone was like, hey, shut up. Shut up. I'd be like, I am so sorry. But seven in the morning, especially the shifts you work and, like, when I am working at the bar, the shifts I work. Yeah. Um, Come on. Yeah. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. So, I won't complain. 7, seven. fuck off. Yeah, 7 in the morning is really early. So this construction was keep happening. So I tried to – this isn't me at all. I never do this. But I call like the city thing and I'm like, hey, can, can someone come check? Like why the hell are these people allowed to do this? There's no like permit or this. And the city told me that, well, due to COVID that I can't put in complaints unless – it's they, about COVID. they are not complying to the COVID rules. So I scratched my beard a little bit. And I said, all right, cool. Can I do this online? And the guy on the phone's like, yeah, you just go to this website and you can fill it out. I'm like, cool, thanks. I'll, I'll handle the rest. And then I went online and I found this complaint. And then I entered that they were not compl- – I've been seeing them every day at 7 in the morning doing construction and then in brackets in a residential home without permit at 7 in the morning every day. And I wrote the dates like the, from here to there and still current – and then I wrote, but they're not complying to proper procedures like the, the meter, no, the social distancing. I, I wrote, I put the book to them of all this stuff. And then, uh, when they asked for my name and number, I gave my number, but a number off and my name was Kurt Angle. So, uh, hopefully <laughs> they, they know it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> snitches get stitches. I, I'm stealing this from John Ceno in the YouTube chat. Yeah. Did you say Kurt Angle or did you say Braden Carrington? Oh, I became a, I'm a, a Karen Anonymous, Braden yeah. Carrington. No, I hope not. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, se- like, I don't want to complain. I hate being a Karen, but seven in the morning. Every day, it's too much. Bad, bad news bears, definitely. Especially, like, sometimes you're getting home at, like, 6 a.m., right? Yeah, if I work overnight sometimes, then, mm. like, yo, I'm trying to sleep. Stop this nonsense. Uh, I guess we should start talking about some nonsense. And that is NXT from Wednesday, June 17th, 2020. Some guy listening right now is like, fucking finally, they're talking about it. And someone else is like, no, keep talking about raccoons and yeah. shit. Uh, so NXT from June 17th. Um, this is the double tag team title show. Right? NXT titles are on the line, and the WWE Women's Tag Team titles are on the line. So we did do a watch-along for Backlash. We watched that. Backlash with the greatest wrestling match ever. We gave our thoughts on a Patreon show as well, and our YouTube. But there was a a stipulation that the winner of uh, Women's Tag Team titles would win the titles or retain and have to face this team here tonight, which will be our main event. But the returning to Full Sail... uh, Well, not really Full Sail, I guess. Is it Full Sail? It is full sale. Oh, it was. Yeah, so, yeah. So, NXT's been at full sale. So it Bailey and Sasha Banks are like the two that helped like build NXT, in my opinion. I've been watching them for a long time, and it's their return tonight. So it's kind of a, a special episode, main yes. event, if you will. But we start off with the opposite tag title match. The NXT tag team titles are on the line. It's Emporium. 
<laughs> Imperium versus Marsupial and Fabio. So it's Imperium versus Emporium. Uh, pretty much. Yes. Yes. Um, so Breezango are the number one contenders for the tag titles, but they've been doing their funny entrances and, and all this stuff. We've seen them as doctors, as, uh, what have we seen them as? Astronauts. Pilots. Yeah. Um, and then we see them here mocking Imperium. So they're Emporium. So Fandango's got <laughs> a, like a, a wig yeah. on because he's Fabio. Yeah. And then Tyler Breeze is the marsupial. I couldn't tell who's who, but marsupial, Marcel Bartel. I love this because I can't say the dude's name. I think I just did. Uh, got it right. Marsupial and Fabio, meaning Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Yes. So, uh, they come out to Imperium's theme song, but it's got a little switch up to it. It's got a little twang, a little trap vibe. Sounds familiar. Sounds very familiar. Sounds yeah. so familiar. Uh, it sounds like something I remixed about a year ago. Someone finally listened to, uh, I think Scrump uses it as his theme song. He does, so clearly, yeah, EWT cards. Clearly, I think, I think someone clearly listened to that and was like, yo, why don't we just put trap drums over the Walter thing? Uh, go listen to Scrump's PWT cast to hear. I made the Walter beat a long time ago and here it is on NXT. They obviously did it themselves, but mine's better. Just saying. Uh, so <laughs> they're in Imperium's gear, which is funny. It's like the long, like almost like Adidas kind of tearaway like pants. Track suit yeah, bombs, almost. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Breeze is in with, oh my God, I wrote Fabio when I meant Fabian Eichner. That's not good. <laughs> uh, to, there's a crossbody from Breeze early on to the outside. Uh, Breeze then gets launched into the plexiglass really early on where the head just smacks against it. Um, and then back in the ring, they're beating him down. They're doing the classic heel thing, taking down the baby face, but he makes the hot tag. Fandango is in. He's hitting a series of moves, including this awesome, like, hip toss into a neck breaker, like, um, Billy Gunn used to do, who I think is wrestling on the other show he tonight. Is. Um, which looks awesome. There's then, like, a, a power slam. There's a tope con hilo to both guys on the outside. But, uh, we go to commercial when we come back. We see Imperium, who again have the offense. They're beating down on Fandango. There's the, like, throwing assist catch suplex into the brain buster from Fabian Eichner. Uh, but he makes the tag to Breeze. There's the faux pas, the elbow backbreaker. Fabian breaks that up. There's super kicks. There's the leg drop off the top. I'm pretty sure Fandango beat Chris Jericho with this move he at WrestleMania. Beat. Yeah. But it's only a two. Uh, Bartel breaks the pin here. Uh, Rinku Sheer then come down the ramp. In, in, Indu Sheer. Yeah. What did I? Oh, Rinku. Rinku and, is one of them. Sorry. Rinku is one of them. And, uh, Indus? Indu Sheer? Indusheer, I, Indusheer. I believe. Oh man, you're getting me confused now. Uh, Indusheer come down to the, sorry, it's Inku and Sarab, I think are the names. Rinku and, and Sarab. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, you're Indus, getting me confused. Indusheer. Indusheer. Yeah. Jeez, I wrote Rinku Sheer. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't like this at all because they're, in, they walk down and then Danny and, and Birch, sorry, Danny and Oni, now you got me tripping on everybody's <laughs> names. Danny and Oni come down, they start brawling with Indusheer, with Malcolm Bivens there. It's it's all a brawl. Breeze is supposed to get dumped onto all of them, but kind of doesn't. And then Dango's in the ring. He's got a roll-up, but Eichner counters that and DDTs Dango while he's pinning his partner. And then they pin Fandango and Emporium get 
the win and retain the tag titles. I feel like I'm tongue-tied after talking yeah, about all this. Yeah, a lot of names. So many names. Uh, I, I will say I got a little tongue-twisted because this match was – like I thought this match was really good. And it was getting even better and better. And then it just went to shit when all these interferences came out for no reason. It, it's just um, – we were saying it last week. Cookie cutter. Yeah. Right? And – that I I really enjoyed the match. I think I think Fandango is so underrated personally. I I love whenever he gets that hot tag in these in these matches. He's fantastic. His his power slam looks great. His falcon arrow is great. I think he's awesome. I I'm a really big fan of Fandango. It's just I think a lot of people don't and me for a good time don't look past the gimmick. You know. Sure. So I really enjoyed watching this match. The four guys just really going at it. And then it was, yeah. let's have the team come it, out. But it didn't even look good. It looked sloppy. It looked sloppy. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, I think this... Th- this match was good, though. WWE often do this, especially in especially in NXT, when we we go, ah, oh, like, Undisputed Era have kind of lost the titles. That They can't be doing the tag titles anymore. They've yeah, had it so much. They're busy. Um, Riddle and Dunn are split up now. Where's Where's the tag division? And they often do something like this, so... They give you a visual. Sure. It's like, these are the teams. These are the four teams we're focusing on right now who are in contention. Um, Indusheer, as I said, I, I really can't judge them yet because I haven't seen them do anything barring killing people in a minute. You know, I, I really have no idea what they're like as a team. Right, yeah. I don't think they've been wrestling too long. No. So I don't know how they're going to be. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think Authors of Pain is kind of the the best they can kind of hope for. I thought NXT booked authors of pain pretty well, where yeah. it, it hid their greenness a lot of the time and that they actually had some pretty good matches. So I'm hoping with like Birch or uh, Birch and Lorcan Imperium Brizango, they managed to work something out pretty good with them. Um, I don't know. Do you see this building to just some four way at some point? Or I don't know. Are because we going to get like clear contenders for the titles? Because look, I I, I really like this match. I I, I did. I, I, I was getting was great yeah. It was getting so good, and then this finish just like put a sour taste in your mouth afterwards. You're like, okay, well, why did that go that? Why didn't you just get a clean it's win? One of, it's one of the things where we we watch AEW every week on the um, and we talk about it on our Patreon show, and we we every week we say which episode we prefer yeah and i'd say it's been pretty 50 50 of course for the for the good first chunk of nxt being on usa and AEW being on uh tnt yeah we preferred nxt the new year came in and AEW kicked it into gear sure and were the stronger show and i'd say it's gone back and forth the last few weeks between nxt and AEW. yeah so i'd say it's been pretty 50 50 on which one we prefer and we're, we're usually on the same page about it but the I, one thing I'm so impressed with AEW is we never have this finish, really. Yeah. We always have pretty clean finishes. Usually. Usually. And when they do something like this, it's for a big, big reason. Not just, uh, we don't really know how to finish the match, so let's just throw everyone out there. They, they normally have it pretty good. And like they're not afraid of beating people who are on a bit of a streak if they need to. And it's just... I'm just so sick of it. It's all the fucking time in WWE. It's all the time. It's all they they can't have definitive you can't just have someone beat you someone. You can't even beat Breezango cleanly. I know, that's you so know, weird. Your tag champions can't even beat Breezango. These guys who have Which been a joke. You thought for a second for they so could have won tonight. You do. But 
I, I don't know. I was really into this match. Shout out all four. I thought even Fandango and Tyler Breeze just I, yeah, stepped it up I, here. But I really enjoyed just, the match, and it just yeah left just a bad weird. taste in my mouth yeah, afterwards. So weird. Uh, we have Tom Phillips with Velveteen Dream via FaceTime, who's like chilling on his purple couch, and Tom Phillips says, "Hey, look, you lost in the parking lot thing, and what's next for you?" And Velveteen says, "Wow, compelling." Tom, you've been here for 10 years, and you've never interviewed the Dream. 10 years. Wow. Tom Phillips in WWE for 10 years? That's what he said. Damn. I didn't say it. He said it. He says, understand this. Uh, Dream has no recollection of that. I don't remember losing. Uh, but then Dexter Loomis gets brought up into the conversation, and there is a drawing that was left for Dream there. And the drawing is a Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis as tag team champions. Yeah. And Dream says, uh, there's a little problem with this because the dream is a solo act. And he walks off. So Dexter Loomis says, that tag division looks like shit. We should team up and become champions. And Dream says, nah. So this is going to be a chasing of the team. Thing. Which I assume will eventually end up with them being a team. Um, well, if he draws something, it comes to life. So we know that now. True. true. <laughs> they should just keep that as a gimmick. It's premonition. What's the film? Premonition. You, uh, <laughs> no, Ruby Sparks. Have you seen that? No. What is that? It's with you. Draw something. Uh, comes oh, to life. who is it? Is it Paul Dano? I think it's Paul Dano. Are you, he, do you need me for this? <laughs> he's this author. Sorry, you, you just know. No, you just went off on. That. <laughs> no, he's this author who uh, everything he starts writing starts to actually happen. Okay. Uh, so he, he writes this girl, yeah. Ruby Sparks, Stranger Than Fiction? Who is going to be his girlfriend, and then it gets creepy and weird. It's good. Okay. Good all right, all right. I remember, Are You Afraid of the Dark episode where a comic book where the kid was drawing that, and then it came to nice. life, and then he microwaved it. Uh, so, yo, that would be a sweet gimmick, actually, if Dexter just starts drawing things. That come to life? And then they start, whoa, whoa, he could draw some weird things. Uh, what if I, what would you do if you had that power? Just draw something. Uh, I'm not saying it on that. <laughs> I'm just glad I got to ask you and you didn't ask me. Uh, so it shows before going to commercial that Damien Priest is here. And if you were looking uh, ever so profoundly, you would see in the back corner a suspicious man in the background. Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Who may or may not have been naked. Clearly was just wearing his... He, he can keep his hat on. <laughs> he he was wearing the hat. Yeah. And hopefully his trunks, but we he's, couldn't see that. As I said, he's the Babadook. He's just creeping around naked in his hat. You, I bet you he wears that hat all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. You know what I mean? Uh, so Damien... <laughs> I'm already... I'm messing up everyone's names tonight. Damien Priest is going one-on-one -on -one with Killian Dane. We've seen this before. We've seen this a bunch. I think we've seen this, this a lot. <laughs> this was like every week since the debut of USA, right? I think so, at one point. Uh, so we've seen these guys fight a lot. We haven't seen Killian Dane in a little while, though. So it's cool to kind of see I him assume back, he's been... Oh, but Nicky Cross has been on TV every week. I guess. I don't know. So, hmm, yeah, he's been chilling. He's just chilling. Well, he's not chilling here. He's got to face Damien Priest. Uh, they start off, Priest does uh, a leapfrog at one point, but he he lands on his feet, but he sells that his back is hurting. Uh, still from, I guess, his match with Finn Balor. I don't know if he tweaked something. It was, well, the, the stairs spot. Yes, right. Okay, yeah, that definitely would, would hurt your back. Uh, he took Shawn Michaels out for four years, didn't he? This it? is how Damien Priest lost his smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... 
Um, he's now selling the back. Dane is just beating down on him. Uh, he starts to fight back. There's a strike fest, forearms, knees. Dane runs at him with that running cross body, which he calls the divide, but it's a two count. There's an O'Connor roll from Priest for a two count. Dane lifts him up to go for some, one of his, his moves, but Priest gets out of it and counters with the reckoning, the crossroads, the spin, the the roll of the dice, whatever you want to call it. And Damien Priest beats Killian Dane, kind of like a, showing the strong victory here, uh, opposite than the finish of that last well, they're, match. They're completely reinventing Priest, right? Yeah. He's, he's a baby face now. Yeah. He's having a big win over Dane, convincingly, like, no bullshit. Yeah. Beats him. Um, and then we'll see who his feud is going to be a little later in the night. Yeah. So Priest, uh, after this, he's like, "Cool, I won this match." The the match for me was was fine. It, I I feel like I've seen it a bunch. Dane's a weird one for me. I actually I thought he was the highlight of sanity when they were thing. Remember them? Yeah. Remember those guys? Yeah. Um, he's he's great for a big guy. I just hate his look. There's nothing interesting about him now. There's a load of big guys who can do cool stuff. Um, mm. I, I almost think he'd he'd work better in a tag team, to be honest. Be he with does. a smaller guy and be this big dude who gets tagged in and do all this cool stuff for a guy his size. But as a singles competitor, really doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I like that divide, though. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we have a video package or a little vignette teasing the... The son of the Phantom, or so we thought, who is uh, Mr. Escobar with his Lucha Cartel is what I still call them. Uh, he says, I will rewrite history of Lucha Libre in my own words, starting tonight. So he's going to come out later tonight to speak. Uh, we come back from commercial and they say during the break that after that Killian Dane match, Dane was walking off after losing and we see Robert Stone. Of Robert Stone brand, you know he's been on a little bit of a, a bit of a bender here. He's got a bottle in a brown paper bag. Uh, he's looking all disheveled. He's looking a little, you know, rough. Times are hard, um, and he's like, uh, life sucks. Uh, Zia Lee comes down to the ring. She's having a match against. Oh my God, it's happening it's again. It's happening. It's happening every day. Is exactly the same. Here we're talking about Damien Priest and Killian Dane. Look, you want to talk about fighting forever? You want to talk about epic rivalries in professional wrestling? Then look no further than Zia Lee versus Aaliyah. Oh my God. You? There are three things certain in life, isn't it? <laughs> Death taxes and Zia Lee versus, versus Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Um, you know, if in doubt, you're trying to put a card together. Zylee versus Leah. Fuck. Okay, so we're outside. We, uh, you got your, we got our Wi-Fi extended to work. So we actually hooked up NXT and we're watching outside while we were like barbecuing stuff. And, uh, I was barbecuing and Zylee's music hits and you're like kind of on your computer at the time. And you said to me, making a joke to me that, uh, Zylee, I bet she's facing Aaliyah, not knowing she's actually facing Aaliyah. And then you, you didn't believe, you thought I was like, you thought the stream was like not correct because they have fought so many times. For I'm looking. You're looking I'm at all the times they they fought. Who knows how many times? It's it's at least four on TV. Four on TV. At least there's four more times than four. There's got to be. It feels like it's every week. But four, like four times in like under a year. 
<laughs> so they did it before. They must have done it in 2019 oh, as well. Like, like live events and shit as oh, well, yeah. for sure. Just, yeah. there's, gotta, there's, there's way more times they fought. Zaya Lee versus Aaliyah. Um, and Aaliyah, during her entrance, like comes by to the aid of Robert Stone and is like kind of picking him up, like, hey, it's okay. You know, it'll be okay. Like, come on, stop. And he's just like drunk. He's got his bottle. And Tom Phillips says, that's what I look like in college. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> Mora Ronaldo says, Zaya Lee and Aaliyah, you know, they have history. Obviously, they face every week and says, Zaya Lee and Aaliyah go together like dogs and vacuums. Can't even work out what that means. But so dogs hate vacuums. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They fucking oh, they oh. Ask anyone with you want to get a dog off you? <laughs> vacuum it up. Not actually vacuum the dog. Just it's scared of the noise. Right. Uh, Zaylee and Aaliyah go together like dogs and vacuums. More they just together because they're always wrestling. <laughs> they should be a tag team. Zaylee. Zaylee. Yeah. <laughs> but here they're fighting. Um, there's a Luthez press from uh, Ali, I believe, and she's getting some offense. Zaya Lee gets to her feet and hits a series of kick kicks. She's awesome with her kicks, actually. You know, the, so I, because we joke about this this matchup so much, I wanted to actually fully kind of focus in and pay attention right. and and watch a bit more carefully than I normally do because. The instinct is to completely shit on sure. this. Because we've seen it so many times. I think it was one of our like worst NXT matches of the year at some point. Um, the start of this match was actually really good. I thought Zia Lee's kicks looked really snug. Aaliyah hits a, a gorgeous Northern Light suplex with a bridge that Alicia Fox would be proud of. Yeah. Uh, the Luthez press even looked good. Like at the beginning, I was like, "Okay, okay, I'm waiting. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting." Zia Lee is just—it looked good. She's so spicy. She kicks Aaliyah's head off, and then, and then <laughs> Zia Lee is is like ready to to hit like some sort of finishing move at some point. Like she's she's zooming in. She's got Aaliyah, Aaliyah right where she wants her, and Robert Stone gets up on the apron, distracting Zia Lee, who turns to Robert, who then. Pukes in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I mean, I think this was confirmation of who tested positive uh, in the performance center this week. <laughs> he pukes all over the ring. Zaya Lee is distracted. Aaliyah rolls up Zaya. The ref counts a two. Then the ref counts one, two, three. Uh, Zaya Lee decided to kick out. So Zaya Lee kicked out, but then down. they pinned her in the same roll oh. up, upside down still. Like, and there's puke in the ring. <laughs> yeah, this, as I said, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. Fight forever. Fight forever. <laughs> this started off fine. Hey, give it another go. You're like The Undertaker on last the last ride. Just keep on going until you have that match you're proud of. Oh. I thought it started off fine. Robert Stone got involved. It was funny. But what the fuck was with this kick out? Yeah. Like, if the kick out happens, just pick him up, DDT him, and pin him again. She, he should have puked in her face. Therefore, sh- there's no I kicking don't know. out. It was a complete messy botch of a oh finish. Oh, my God. Um, the, the Robert Stone character is pretty entertaining. I think he's playing it well. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Why not? Pair him with Aaliyah. Like, chase that win. He, she's got a win now. It's going to be this weird team. I'm kind of into it. I kind of like it. Just more experienced wrestlers would. If the ref counts, and it happened with Alistair Black recently, 
Uh, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. He hit the Black Mass. Yeah. He went for the pin. Yeah. And, and the ref no didn't one's count kicked it. out from the Black Mass. Ever. And the ref kind of counted two and stopped. And Alistair Black's like, what the fuck? But he doesn't just go for the pin again. Yeah. He picks him up, hits it again. That's kind of what Aaliyah should have done, yeah. I think. It's, it was so Okay, sloppy. she kicked out. Pick her up, uh, spine buster her, something, whatever. Like, Make her tap out. Just call it. Like, bless bless them. This was like a good little matchup. With even with the comedy antic, I was kinda I, I was really enjoying it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I, I like I think I'm liking Robert I, Stone. And you could also kind of see up until the end that these two clearly have been working together a lot because there was yeah. <laughs> it was actually pretty okay. And then this finish was just so bad. Oh, I yeah. just don't I yeah, where does the experience it, lie? What do you think? It's easier it's easiest said to say from us people who've never taken a bump in our lives. Exactly. Um, but, but like, and I know you've got that split second to decide what to do. Uh, just someone a bit more experienced. Maybe, maybe it was just the ref's fault, realistically. Just count the three. It looked like she kicked out. It, she I, did. I, I haven't, she did. I didn't watch it back, she but it looked out. like a kick out. She kicked or her out. shoulder was definitely up. And the ref's always told to count what they see, right? Yeah. Why don't they just tell the ref to finish? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like WrestleMania last year with the main event. Maybe the ref should have just been tipped off. Like, hey, don't count anything for real because of the finish. I, I think as a referee for your credibility, your job is to to play the rules. That's your job. It's the wrestlers to figure out the rest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know because you, you like it's a lose-lose, right? I, you don't count it. And then you go, why did the ref not count that? Her shoulder was up. I think it's down to the wrestlers to think on the fly. Sure. And I mean, I say more experienced wrestler, as Frank points out, Aliyah's been in NXT for like six years, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know what? Maybe Aaliyah needs to go to the Timothy Thatcher School oh, of Hard Knocks. That's a partnership <laughs> I'd be down for. Wow. We go to Timothy Thatcher. He's got his his ring camp, if you will. Yeah. He's teaching young lions how to use the Fujiwara armbar, a funny thing. Mar- like <laughs> Thatcher's catches catch can like wrestling. Yeah. School. Uh, Morrow is like, hey, if the ring is sacred to some, well, Robert Stone just made the ring stained. stained. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher in his school, he's teaching you how to do a Fujiwara armbar. Uh, Fujiwara armbar is one of the best wrestling moves. I think you could kill, you could break someone's arm, no problem. And he's teaching you how to do it here. It's lovely. It's like Taz in his ADEW things, but you see him doing it. But he's like, you just pull it up more and pull it up more, and then you pull it up here until and it hurts just the guy. You think you can pull it anymore? You know what? You can pull it some more. And he makes, he says, squeal for me to this like jobber dude. The way this is shot, it's like a vignette, but in his inner ring, really dark and just like focusing a, on him. Yeah, blacked out, yeah. the white ropes standing out. So he then does a double wrist lock, which like in you could another similar. It's kind of like to Kushida's uh, hoverboard, kind of similar. Uh, he's teaching you how to do the move, but his his guys here are, are tapping out their their wusses here. He's like, "No, you guys are nothing." So next time, the real work begins. So the Timothy Thatcher school will continue <laughs> with Aaliyah joining. Yeah. I, what did you think of this? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, it was really, it was really awesome. You, you mentioned the Taz thing. That's definitely what I got. Mm-hmm. I, I think I prefer the Taz presentation. Um, I, sure. I, Cause I, that's I, dissecting an actual. Yeah. For people that don't watch AEW, Taz has kind of this segment that's been happening. Not recently. Not, not the last couple of weeks, but where they'll show, uh, like, 
Kenny Omega's V-trigger and it, it will show the different ways he hits it and will isolate it. And it's like you're watching sport. Like, you know, you're watching like a, a soccer game or basketball and they highlight the players and you see what he's doing here is that, that. Yeah. Um, that's what Taz's been doing. And this was kind of like that. I still feel these uh, these kind of wrestling school things will build up to maybe him having um, like spying contests in that ring. Yes. While, okay. we're, while we're empty arena, like essentially empty arena, yeah. um, he'll then have like his quote unquote students come sure. and he'll quickly get them in different holds and stuff. The Fujiwara. But I think it's, it's the right way to go with Timothy Thatcher. Don't put some stupid gimmick on him. Timothy Thatcher is an incredible wrestler. Yeah. So let's, that's his gimmick. His gimmick is wrestling. Sure. So let's highlight that, the wrestling aspect, because uh, it's going to be hard to get personality out of him in other ways, I think. Uh, associate producer John Cena in the room says that uh, Thatcher sounds like a less drunk Sylvester Stallone, which I don't see too much, but maybe it's because he's like missing some teeth. It affects the way his voice sounds, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I really like this. I think this will lead to him kind of with a nice push. He's a wrestler. He's look. I always called Matt Riddle the ace in the sleeve of NXT, and he was ripped away. The sleeve was ripped. Like it's good. He's just gone. He he didn't get to propel to that next level. We didn't get to see more of him kind of progress. He's gonna kill it on on SmackDown. I I bet he'll be a huge star in the world of wrestling. I think Matt Riddle will. But now we're we're left with with that empty slot. So Thatcher slides in right there to uh, be the wrestler. I'd almost love to see like NXT that they're, they're three uh like male singles titles yeah. being really clearly defined. So you have your cruiserweight title, which is obviously it's the it's the cruiserweights, it's the mainly high flyers. You have your your world title, which is your slightly larger than life characters and your your kind of epic matches. Have the North American as your like wrestling, but more your kind of the pure the pure the grand. like the MMA influence, yeah. that kind of wrestling the tnt title <laughs> but no, I, I, I think that would be good if you had like three defined styles for each title I, yeah. I think the north american title is exactly the the place where that should be because i don't necessarily want to see this guy on top main eventing sure like, well, I, I love i love him as a wrestler yeah but storyline wise i can't really see him hanging well he's just but here right a now pure wrestler i think that would be great for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still so new here, but I, I, I think I think just seeing it having some more matches is something I definitely need to see from yeah. him. Uh, we go from a school of teaching you wrestling moves to therapy. Yes. Yeah. Not just therapy. Undisputed therapy. Undisputed therapy. Undisputed therapy. So Undisputed Era are worried about Roderick Strong and the fact that he is scared of Dexter Loomis. And so they decided that they're going to take Roddy to therapy to get over this fear of Trunks and Dexter Loomis. So they say, we are in a speeded era. We do things in-house. If we have a problem, we do it ourselves. which made me believe that one of the therapy therapist doctors will be one of them yes uh so roddy shows up and they go there he is there's my guy woo, 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 woo. but he's not he's no selling roddy is sad and depressed they say look roddy we know you went through a terrible traumatic experience but we're gonna get you help driver let's go 
So they go to the doctor's office and we meet uh, a doctor, which I'm already blanking on the, the name of this, this doctor that I had written down. And it's already gone from my, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, let me try and find it here. Cause the doctor is someone we recognize and the doctor is Kyle O'Reilly. So Kyle O'Reilly is the doctor reading a magazine with Justin Timberlake on the cover of it, which I thought for a second that Justin Timberlake was in fact the doctor, <laughs> which I would have got, I would have gotten really excited. Dr. <laughs> Lyle von Thurstenberg. So. <laughs> Dr. Lyle von Thurstenberg? I think so, yeah. A.K.A. Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. So, Kyle O'Reilly is here, and he's he's the therapist for Roddy, and he says, tell me about your problems. Roddy tells the doctor, look, I saw him staring at me through the glass, and, and everyone knows uh, I hate when people stare at me, and uh, I'm just... Uh, and they're like, look, Roddy, this is a safe space. You're okay. Big muscle Rod. Uh, <laughs> they say, look, look at these, uh, what is the, the, the pictures where you have to look and you explain it? Yeah, it's like the, the, the patterns, like, what do you see? What, yeah. what shapes do you see from this? So Roddy then turns it upside down and says, I see a trunk. Oh my God, it's a trunk. So they decide to, for Roddy to get over this, he needs to face his fear. So it cuts to them outside and they open a car trunk and they say, blot. In- as, yeah. as the room say. Yes, of course. Like the, the, the dude from mm. the, that show I don't watch. What is it? Mad M- Men? Minutemen? Watchmen? Watchmen. Watchmen. Did right. I just say Minutemen? You that- said Mad Men. Okay. Mad Men? Yeah. <laughs> I meant Watchmen. Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Roddy now is staring at a trunk and they're going to tell him to get into it to face his fear. You need to face the trunk. Uh, he's not ready. And he goes to get into the trunk, but Roddy then just books it. And Roddy dips, he's dip set, and he runs away. So Roderick Strong just runs, and he runs, and he runs, and run, Roddy, run. It's always a fun image of when it's a long street, and you just see the guy keep on running until... It's the reverse Adam Page, right? Well, it's Sammy Guevara. Oh, I was going to say, Adam yeah. Page running from the top All of the, the way, yeah, away. yeah. This was the opposite of him running yeah. away, yeah. Uh, th- you know, this was really weird. Uh, they say that Roddy was not ready, and then Adam Cole yells, driver, and it cuts away. So, Undisputed Therapy really felt like it's it's always how we describe comedy from WWE. It's clearly not these guys coming up with some of the jokes, because I feel like these four guys could come up with their own thing and they didn't really get to do that here and instead we got this it wasn't very funny no i don't um, i don't remember I laughing the way of just getting kyle on tv sure and having the the like unit together but i way preferred their zoom call yeah i didn't like this it was just, just weird for like improvising is fun yeah watching them bounce off each other but this was weird Forced. Forced, exactly. So forced. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it just, it didn't match, like, they used to be so cool, and they're losing that. They're slowly, slowly it's losing that. It just ran its course. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it has. I, like, I keep saying, like, you need to flip them. Yeah. They, they borderline baby faces anyway. Agreed. So people enjoy them. People like them. Yeah. Just pull the trigger. Yeah, do you turn Undisputed Era face? It has to be the time now. I, I, if you're not moving them up, you've got to. 
I guess. Otherwise, they're just treading water. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll 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 show up on the main roster soon. Too. Yeah. I mean, that's the other option, right? Yeah. It's just it's just strange. This was this was weird. Uh, I just like didn't find it funny, and I love all these guys. Like yeah. you know, we 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 love these guys. They're great. But what was this? Yeah. This so weird. So so strange. It just felt like it was insulting. Like just like not really funny. Just like you could, that's what you came I, I up with. I went into it thinking it could be good. I was gonna laugh and was just like, mm. you didn't even get. You know when you don't laugh but you like breathe really hard through your nose. Yeah, didn't even get me one of those. Um, yeah, I like the best part of this was Kyle Riley as the doctor, but uh, the magazine he was reading with Justin Timberlake was great. Driver. We then come back from commercial, and Adam Cole is actually here with his championship, and he's being interviewed, and the hourglass is set and that we saw with him last week with Karrion Cross and Scarlett. He's being interviewed, but Keith Lee basically interrupts this whole thing and says, look, it doesn't matter about, about you, Adam Cole. Your time as champion is limited, and it won't be Cross who takes it from you. It's going to be... Me. It's gonna, gonna be me. me. He grabs the hourglass. Keith Lee then smashes it. And Adam Cole said, that was stupid, and walks off. So then Keith Lee looks at the camera and says, TikTok. So Keith Lee is sticking his nose into Karrion Cross's business with Adam Cole, which is clearly going to maybe end up costing him down the line. But Adam Cole comes down to the ring. He has a microphone. He is the longest reigning NXT champion, and he says that he has been champion for 381 days. He reminds me, 381 days. People can throw their names in a hat, and they think they can just challenge me. They can just step up. Killian Cross, he says Killian, then corrects himself and says, I mean, Karrion Cross. Because Killian Dane was on the show earlier. He's probably thinking Killer as well. Killer. Killer Cross. He says, Karrion Cross, you've been here for five minutes. You you came in here and you beat Champa, one of the baddest guys in NXT, but been there, done that. And then we have Keith Lee. He says he's the North American champion. Well, maybe I want two titles. And then you could call me Champ Champ Bay Bay. Uh, <laughs> that would, I would call him that. I think a lot of people champ, would. Champ, champ, bay, champ, bay, bay. Keith Lee comes down to the ring. He's obviously got a, that always smug grin look on his face. And Johnny Gargano pretty much comes out right away. It's a whole, it's all, everyone's coming out talking tonight. Everyone. Johnny says, look, guys, I don't care about your moments. Cause Keith Lee says he, he, you know, he's here to make moments. Johnny says, no, I don't care about that anymore. I care about results. Johnny Gargano says, I'm the first NXT Triple Crown winner. And you see, I'm planning on taking a title, that title back. And when I do, Candice, my wife, will become women's champion and we'll be champions together. And then you can call me Johnny Champ Champ. And Keith Lee says, Johnny, I was wondering how Candice was doing from last week when Candice got bumped, essentially. A tear almost ran down my eye, Johnny, when I was holding Candace, and she said, thank me, thank you, that was the most action I've had all year. And Johnny gets so upset and starts freaking out, but Finn Balor's music hits, and Finn Balor comes down, Finn says, look, 
Look here, fellas. Stop being marks for yourselves and continue being mark for me. The North American title. And Johnny cuts him off and says, first of all, my name's Johnny, not Mark. And remind me, are you a Triple Crown winner like me? And Finn says, Johnny, uh, I'm not like you. I don't wait in lines. I cut to the front. Is Finn saying when he's grocery shopping with his mask on, hopefully, that when he sees a line, he just skips? Dude, it kept happening at Metro yeah. the other day. I was There was this guy waiting and said, are you waiting to line to go in? He's like, yeah. So I come second. But there was only like the two of us waiting and just like three people just... I hate, I hate these line cutters. And I, and I was... These line but I don't think they looked. And I was like, well, are you... He like looked at me like, huh? I was like, hey, there's a line. <laughs> there's a line. So you're like Johnny Gargano. You wait in lines. Where's Finn Balor? He cuts to the Yeah, front. but I'd shout at Finn Balor. Hey. Don't cut in lines. Have you seen Super? Yeah, Good yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't cut in the Don't line. Don't cut in lines. Uh, so Finn says, look, I cut to the front. And then he turns to Keith Lee and says, big man, this isn't a challenge. This is a warning. And then he looks at Adam Cole. And he says, Adam Cole, you're a transitional champion. And Adam gets really, he says, transitional champion. Finn, you're just mad. I beat your record. William Regal then pops up on the Titantron and says, next week is going to be a match to settle this whole thing. Next week, Keith Lee is going to defend the North American title against Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor in a triple threat match. And the winner of that, whoever walks out North American champion, will face the winner. Will face, sorry, they're the winner of the triple threat. They will face Adam Cole a few weeks later for a double title match. It's Wrestle Kingdom all over again. So North American champion and NXT world champion, by the end of a few weeks from now, we'll have someone walking around with both titles. Um, Calling it now, we won't. Oh, you're saying that we won't have someone with both titles? No. Oh, why not? Because this is WWE <laughs> and Karrion Cross isn't in the mix. Uh-oh. And he'll ruin that match. Oh. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're scheduling this to go up against Fighter Fest. So we got two weeks of Fighter Fest coming up in July. I think they said at the end of the show, uh, the kind of double champion match will be in three weeks, which yeah. I think... Fighter Fest. I think Clash will be against Fighter Fest, which makes sense. They're going to stack those cards uh, to try and go up against them. Um, yeah, so Gargano, Bala, and Lee. Uh, I think we're going to see Lee against Cole. Okay. And then, as I said, I think Cross... Interferes. Is- I like the idea. I would kind of like to see maybe a couple more people be added and, and actually have some proper like double champion tournament down sure. the line would be really cool. Um, I don't see anyone having both these titles though in a few weeks. Uh, it would be cool to have it, even if it was for a little bit. I remember when, was it Seth Rollins was double champ yeah. for a little while? Then, of course, now we have Naito being double champ, even though he's never defended it. What a lousy champ. Once. <laughs> he did once. Yeah, once. he did once. Yeah, great. Can't wait till he loses yeah, he still it. still wears his t-shirt. Yeah, he still wears his t-shirt. No champion wears a t-shirt. Come on. Uh, so, yeah. Um, triple threat. Finn, Gargano, and Keith. Man, wouldn't it, it be... It should be a really good match. Yeah, like, it should be good. There's... I, I'm okay with any of the people winning this actually it, it, it won't it shouldn't be gargano sure right but and because how many times have we seen gargano cole right um i think 
Bala, I, I think that's... I don't think there's enough time building to that. Bala and Cole. I, I really see it being Lee. Sure. Uh, Bala, Bala v. Cole or Lee versus Cole would be great. So we'll see that next week the triple threat we've got this spider just running around yeah we have a spider that crawled out of my computer yeah um it's just it, it's all over the place right now yeah. i'm still do, I, i'm not scared of spiders because it's no, not a big I'm just spider aware of him he's like like we live in canada loving the show we, he's like what was that well, keith lee's gonna keith lee? the triple threat double champion this spider is in this spider wants to know what's going on um we're in canada though the spiders are not Oh, I, I don't mind spiders. No, they in other countries they, they catch the nastier. Yeah, ones, right? yeah, it's true. They do. They have webs. Yeah. Um, after the break, we see Keith Lee being interviewed, and Candace basically interrupts the whole thing and says, "How dare you? How dare you run your mouth like that?" But he just smiles, and Mia Yim is right behind Candace, who attacks Candace and then throws her into some like. Back, they start having a backstage fight essentially, and uh, yeah, so Miriam takes out Candace it, for next week as well, I guess. So like, yeah, no Candace interference in the match next week is basically what I'm getting out of any of this, right? So uh, after this, we go to Caden Carter versus Dakota Kai in a one-on-one match. Um, Lady Diesel, she's here. Um, as I think Morrow said, big mommy cool with diesel in that engine. I like it. Big mama cool. Big mama cool. I like it. Like it. Yeah. Um, there's a springboard like kick type move from Caden Carter early on. Um, but early Raquel is already sticking her nose in this business. Uh, there's then like this overhead scorpion kick from Dakota Kai. And I've watched a lot of Power Rangers in my life, but I still <laughs> cannot figure out how someone can actually do this move. You lift your own foot like to kick that way. I don't know. Looks awesome. Dakota Kai scorpion kick, uh, for a two count. Don't know how she does it. Caden Carter fights back. She hits like a series of strikes. There's a victory roll, then into like a low super kick. Dakota Kai kicks out at two. Then Caden gets Dakota like kind of tied up in the bottom rope, but like hanging almost like a draping type move. And then almost like a pedigree, but without lifting the arms. Yeah, we've seen her do this before. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, a double smash. knee plant to the face. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks really cool. She has the upper hand on Dakota, but... uh Casey and Raquel kind of get involved on the outside. There's some pitter-patter there. Casey flies onto Raquel, who catches her like she's a little kid, and, like, just throws her. This was Diesel to Ray, right? This was, De- this was Kevin Nash to Ray Mysterio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except that was on a truck, and then yep. the cops were called? Yeah. Uh, so Dakota Kai then locks in some sort of, like, arm triangles, rings of Saturn, reverse-type submission hold here and Caden Carter taps out Dakota Kai gets the submission victory uh this move looked cool yeah I like she's added a submission to a repertoire now uh look really cool I think Caden Carter is great like I think she's she's still green but I think the potential is awesome I just worry that they'll kind of move her up too soon like they've done with so many people with potential right you know i i think she's a great kind of baby face got a cool look she's got a flashy move set which it's it's a shame right now that you don't have the live events and stuff like that because it's a caden carter it's a casey catanzaro that right. would benefit from just the reps of having more and more matches 
Um, oh, I think I said Caden tapped out Dakota when I mean Dakota tapped out Caden here. Yes. K- Dakota Kai got the submission victory. Dakota yeah. Kai won. Yeah. She wins. Yeah, yeah. But the move is cool. But yeah. It is cool. Um, yeah, I just think that the time we're in right now, it's a shame someone like her can't get more reps in because I, I think she could be a star in a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. She's. I, it was Caden Carter and, and Casey who were uh, marking out for Jeff Hardy at Backlash last week. They cut yes. to them and they were like doing the, the, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this was this was fine. I like Dakota Kai and I really like the pairing with Raquel. Yep. I think they're cool. I think it really works. Yeah, I think it really works. And I think Dakota is someone that could go up for like the women's title yeah. for, for now as well. Um, it cuts to a black and white video of the broken hourglass and we see like scarlet not broken yet oh no it is broken yeah yeah it is broken forgive me and scarlet's like looking at the pieces when the boot of cross steps on like remainder of the glass uh so he's pissed they broke his toy they broke his hourglass therefore he's coming next week i think he will get involved some shape or form in one of the matches, we then see another video. It's a vignette for Mercedes Martinez. Now, we've seen her before. It shows clips of her in the May Young Classic. Um, we've seen her in the Royal Rumble this year. We've seen her a bunch in NXT. And it's coming soon is what we get here. So we've seen her already. And she's awesome. We've seen her on the indies here yeah. quite a, a few times. But Mercedes Martinez, basically, they're putting some steam behind her. Coming soon to NXT. Kind of getting her rightful push. That's good. I was wondering where she was the other day. And... Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely room in any women's division for a Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing in the group chat here uh, an update. Now, I don't want to I don't want to say this with actual myself looking and checking the facts, but someone in the YouTube live chat right now, Paul from New Jersey, I think, says uh, he did some research for us during the show. Clearly, he dipped to go find this, but he says that uh, fun fact here, BDE. Zia Lee and Aaliyah have squared off for a total of 18 times, including tag team and multi-women matches, and have been out in the rain together at least 21 times. Fight forever. Yeah, I, I want 21 more. Fight forever. Fight forever. Again, I can't fact check that myself, but I... It's sh- right. We, we know in our hearts, we watch this every week, we know that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Sure. Um, <laughs> we have the NXT resident thick boy, mm. Bronson Reed, who comes out looking fresh, I might add. I love this gear for him. It's kind of, uh, he's got a skull on his, on his front here, and he's almost wearing like a Ribera jacket, which I still haven't clicked order on that. It's sitting in my eBay thing. Someone sells like knockoff Ribera jackets. Yes. I'm really tempted, man. Tempted. Patreon money is going to good to good use right now. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Leon Ruff. Now, Bronson Reed was attacked by Killian, Killian. See, I'm messing up the names already. Carrion cross a few weeks ago. So Bronson kind of wants some retribution, but he's facing everyone's favorite enhancement talent lately. Leon Ruff. Uh, there's the, the hoe train move. I don't know what you actually call this move. We've debated it on Was Next because we've been watching Biggie yeah, Langston. Is it an avalanche? Is it an avalanche where you just run into the guy? It's you the hoe train. Like you smack him and he yeah. falls, uh, just crushes him, then jumps up, hits him with a back senton, climbs the top rope, and Bronson Reed hits a huge top rope splash, pinning rough in just seconds, killing him, 
after the match, he grabs a microphone. He says, hey, Bronson is not one to forget. I'm going to do what no one else has done. Karrion Cross, I'm calling you out next week. So uh, next week, we get the announcement a little later on, is Bronson Reed versus Karrion Cross. Uh I mean, this was this is a little TV little thing here. I like it. I always like a mini feud yeah. on TV. To well, like, who doesn't like a mini feud? I, I love a mini feud, and someone like Bronson Reed, who we've we've seen a bunch in the last year, but haven't really got to know him a great deal. Hear him talk a bit. Um, yeah, I I expect Karrion Cross is going to murder him, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, as a little mini feud, feud, he's got a gripe. Of course, if you yeah. interfere in my match and beat me up, I'm going to want to beat you up. Um, I did. Uh, Leon Ruff had music. So and, had, and, uh, and a Tron. So good for him. But I'd be humiliated if I just got beaten and someone. Oh, he carried him out. me up and carried him out. Oh, yeah. Out so like Bronson an, Reed carries like a him out. Six year old girl. <laughs> I didn't get this. I didn't get Bronson Reed carrying him out. I thought he was going to, like, destroy him. him. And then he's like, nope, just gonna carry you on my I'm shoulder. friendly it's humiliating he's the friendly I'm, man I'd just be like no leave me oh, it's, we're going to commercials anyway just let like, me die can we just wait <laughs> uh, we do go to commercial but when we come back we were told we missed something moments ago and it shows us a clip of the parking lot we all know the most dangerous place on this earth the full sale parking lot. And Damien Priest was trying to leave, which, come on, dude, the, the show isn't over yet and you were trying to leave already. That's disrespect. Mm. Watch the rest of the show. Damien Priest is just swearing out loud. He's like, son of a bitch. Damn it. Ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, because someone has slashed his tires. No. And as he's steaming, he's fuming. He's so upset. A car pulls up. The window rolls down. And it's Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. He says, oh, man, priest, want me to get you an Uber? Ha, <laughs> ha. And then, whoa, and drives off, shouting, whoa. Still naked in his hat. <laughs> Full gear and the hat in a white, you know, a nice rental. Drives it off. didn't look like a car I'd expect Cameron Grimes to drive. Cameron Grimes looks like he would dra- drive the Dragula. I don't know what I don't know car you what car would Cameron Grimes drive? <laughs> like, uh, what's it called? A Reliant Robin? You know, the three-wheelers? Cameron Grimes would drive an ATV. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. The Dragulas, the the Rob Zombie, and the Monsters, I think he would rock that. It fits his hat. but And with the no with the no clothes on. So, <laughs> But, oh, my God. Can someone can, – can I get you an Uber? Finally, an Uber joke landing. An Uber WWE. joke landed, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they just went, I, I don't think anyone heard. I thought the audio was off in that dream match. No one heard Let's that just joke. say it again. Give, who, who can say it? Cameron. Cameron's around. Cameron, yeah. They do have Uber in Florida. Can yeah. confirm. I've used it. Most, First time I ever used it was, was Florida. Yeah. Way before we had it. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, Cameron Grimes, everyone's favorite wrestler, the greatest wrestler of the year, maybe, uh, I possibly. I think he's a new NXT favorite. I he's think definitely. Cameron and Kona. Are... <laughs> oh, imagine that team. Cameron and Kona. Oh, boy. Wow. The finest the and grimest. <laughs> the grimest and the finest. <laughs> I got a lot of messages. I don't even know what I said last week, but I got a lot of messages on uh, Twitter from listeners about my Cameron Grimes. I didn't know I did a good Cameron. I don't think I do a good Cameron Grimes, but apparently. Shout out everyone who messaged me. Thank you. Want me to get you an Uber? Uh, we see the Lucha Bros. <laughs> the Lucha 
House Party, the Lucha Cartel, the Phantoms, uh, the Lucha Men. So Santos Escobar, he is now uh, the leader of this Lucha Cartel. It showed the recap of them beating up, revealing that it was all a swerve, bro, and that it was just like the movie Scream, and they were all behind it. It was uh, it was all a ruse. He has a microphone with these guys. They're looking nice and sharp in their nice suits here. They're looking good. They're looking fresh. He says, my father was the Phantom. He was the best Lucha Libre artist ever. And of course, when you wear a mask, that's all the world sees. For the past 20 years, that was me. But I earned an opportunity to come to NXT, and I knew that the book of the Phantom would come to an end. My dad always told me I would be a leader, not a luchador. Not a luchador. So, Raul and Joaquin, I will too make you leaders. I am a leader of leaders. And together, we are going to leave a legacy. Now, we joke and call them the Lucha Cartel, which I think is a way better name. But it looks like from their Titantron thing, if you're nerds like us and you kind of inspect things, it looked like it said uh, something in Spanish, which I would believed to make the translation to Legacy of the Phantom. It's El Legado di Fantasma. So that they could be calling themselves so that. The Legacy of the Ghost. Legacy. Okay. Yeah. It's a new day. Remember Legacy? I don't know. E-L- ELP. ELP. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, LP? I think they look great. Uh, these three. I think Santos Escobar sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, it, this is the most serious I've ever taken well, the cruiserweight title. They looked great, but it wasn't over here because as he says that, Drake Maverick comes out with a microphone. He says, congratulations, you fooled everyone. You see, you know what they always say? They always tell me, Drake, you got more guts than brains. And they're right. And he runs in and rushes all three guys. And of course, they beat him up. But at one point, he's beating up all three guys, socking them left, socking them right, hits a tope to the outside onto all of them. But of course, it's a three-on-one. They get the advantage. They throw him like over the barricade here, beating him up. There's a table with like monitors on it. And I was like, oh, a nicely placed table with monitors. Sure, he's going through that. And instead, they took the monitor and then smacked him across the back with it, lay him out, pick him up. Escobar hits the phantom driver off this, through this table. This looked awesome. And then the three in their suits looking fresh, looking okay. Ending the shot. Uh, this was super cool. This is like, hey, your three new bad guys on your little team here. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I feel, I know, I mean, we, we don't know what's going on in the world, how long it will take before we actually get crowds or not. I know WWE are pushing to get crowds as soon as possible. Yeah. I feel this this could be a takeover match, these two. I think you could have, you could drag it out by having um, El Fantasma, sorry, what, what are we, uh, Santos, Santos Escobar, Escobar. Um, refusing him these title matches and Drake Maverick has to claw his way back to get a title match. I think in front of a crowd, like people would be so behind Drake Maverick at this point. And this is a real legitimate threat now yeah it's the most serious i've ever taken the cruise title. title these guys look great Raul mendoza like he's a favorite here at up next yeah two-time enhancement, enhancement talent, talent of, the of the year and now he's in something like 
proper and meaningful. Meaningful. You deserve you it. You deserve it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> whacking wild. He he was here for a cup of coffee, really. Well, you know what? Yeah, but but he was DJ Z, right? Like yeah. he had a, he's done a lot of stuff as oh, well. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. NXT wise, he has not been here as long, but has been impressive. What I've seen, I yeah, I I'm really into this. I I think they've every step of this journey with these guys has been really good we got a leader who's the cruiser champion you have a three-way team that could go for title matches they could go for they tag titles the tag division yeah 100%. of course there's there's so many different avenues that this can go and the best part is they look cool yeah they look cool and drake maverick still has steam as this yeah. underdog baby face I he think, gets a rematch 100 so. percent. yeah exactly yeah. he's got to find some friends because to help him yeah he's he's in trouble well, here. he's got jake Jake loves him. Rainbow Jake. Yeah. With the rainbow DDT. Yeah. And then we got Tattoo Jack. Kushida. Kushida seemed to like him. No, Tattoo Jack. Tattoo Jack. Hasn't got anyone's back. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoo Jack and... No, it'd be Kushida and uh, Jake, I reckon. Yes, that makes the most sense. Yeah, that's definitely where it goes. Uh, Which sounds great. All three of those guys are great. All three of these guys are great. Cool. Let's have some six-man... Tag team action. All th- all six of those guys will kill it. Looking forward to this. I really like this, actually. The shot of him crushing him with this f- fireman carry. It's a Samoan driver, essentially. In through the table. Reminded me of I mean, it was Kenny more, with Sammy at it did, the stadium. Although it was more uh, Escobar going butt first through the table and Drake just crashing onto the concrete. Like, it, yeah. it looked painful. Frank in the YouTube chat says, too bad EC3 is gone because this would be where you bring... The- they have, they're have they they're like boys. They're, they're boys, like yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be awesome. But yeah, I, I really like this. I'm looking forward to seeing where the... What is it? The Legacy of the Phantom yes. go. Yes. Uh, next week, it is advertised Priest versus Grimes because he got his tire slashed. Um, Cross versus Bronson Reed. And then the triple threat for the North American Championship. Uh, so now it's time for our main event, which is the second tag team championship match. The WWE Women's Tag Team Match. Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox versus Sasha Banks and Bailey. Now, Sasha and Bailey have some crazy history here in NXT. Um... Not just the, the, everyone talks about the Brooklyn match, which in my opinion, one of the best matches I've ever seen in my whole life, but they have so much history even before and after that in NXT. Sasha was, um, Sasha was one of the first people when I started to watch NXT who I really got behind when she was, what was it? The BFFs or something? Yeah. BFFs. BFFs. Or Charlotte. Um, it was, it was one of the first like kind of groups and people where I was like, Oh, you're interesting. And to follow her career from kind of like starting in NXT all the way through to uh, leading NXT to being on main roster and now having a bit of a homecoming, really nice to see. Just such a shame this wasn't a full sale crowd. Right. I, I Like we've moved on, like we've had enough time now where we don't really say that as much. Yeah. But come on, it's Sasha and Bailey going back to NXT. It was a real shame. But they are heels, and we know Full Sail would have treated them like, like gods and yeah. stars. So maybe it was for the better. Uh, they put on some crazy stuff. And you pointed out that Sasha was maybe wearing some gear was similar to what she wore before. Well, yeah, I definitely recognize this 
gear. Uh, I asked uh, John Ceno, and he said it was the gear she wore at Night of Champions, which I, 2019, I think she was facing Bailey, but I'm pretty sure she's worn it before then. I yeah. think it's it's one of her kind of main event gears, and I think she even had this in NXT, so uh, had some like little throwback gear there, which was cool. I mean, doesn't matter what her gear was, she didn't come out in a fucking tank. No. No one can be that cool. You can't come out in a tank that has TCB because she's taking care of business. Is Shotzi Blackheart the most badass chick, like, ever? Every week I'm like, yo, like, I, I grew up loving Joan Jett, and it was crazy that I got to see her play Ronda out. But, like, there's some badass women that I, that I like, treat, like, I, I like, idolize. And, and, and I think Shotzi's getting put up on, a, on that list because every week she comes out here, whether she howls, whether she comes out with her tank, her awesome gear – she is a star in the making, I think, here. And Tegan Knox and her go really well together as a tag team. I love this pairing together. They're fantastic. Um, this match, by the way, is brought to you by uh, Brownie Batter at Sonics, which they told us like 90 times. Have you ever had that? Not Brownie Batter. I've had Sonic, though. You I, have had I'm Sonic. I'm a fan of Sonic. Yeah. We don't have it here in Six no. in Canada, but uh, it is good stuff. I like Sonic. Yeah, yeah I miss it. On a long drive. Yeah. Pulling Sonic. Nice milkshake. I had a Sonic on the way from New Orleans to Memphis. No, to Nashville. Okay. We yeah. pulled into a Sonic. I've had it and there it too. And it started to thunderstorm. Ah, nice. I mean, I, I, we're, we're Cana- I, we're, I mean, you're Canadian now, so we yeah. just don't have it here. So I can't tell you if the brownie batter at Sonic's is good enough to be advertised for this main event match on NXT. But I digress. Uh, Sasha and Tegan start this match off. Uh, they kind of go back and forth. There is a little slippery, like two count that kind of look like a three, but they continue. Bailey then is tagged in, and so is Shotzi. They go back and forth. Uh, Neely hits Bailey hits a knee. I said Neely by Bailey. Bailey hits a knee, but then there's also a cross body from Shotzi during the uh, for, during the break. When they come back, Shotzi and now Sasha are in. Shotzi hits knee strikes. There's forearms. There's roundhouse kicks to the side of the head. Then a Saito suplex as well. Like I said, Shotzi is just on fire. Do you know why? Because she was raised by her dad. Raised by my dad. She then go. There's like the double, uh, like wrecking ball, double cannonball, and there's then the like the meteora from Sasha Banks to Shotzi. Um, when we get back in, Shotzi and Tegan get the offense, and they hit the double cannonball. Tegan then choke slams like Sasha onto Bailey onto the outside. Yeah. This was crazy. Uh, this was insane. And then I was like, getting over that spot, Shotzi climbs up and then does a wild crossbody onto everyone. This shot is crazy. This looked crazy. Um, back in the ring, Shotzi has Bailey and they hit the Shira Nui, which is like the sliced bread number two, number two, but Sasha breaks it up at two. There's then an electric chair, which we think they're going for like a doomsday. That's broken up. Shotzi tags in and drop kicks Sasha. There's counter after counter after counter, which leads Sasha locking in the like bank statement on Shotzi. Sorry, Sasha locking in the bank statement. Bailey comes in. It, that's countered. Then it's, it's so confusing because this is very similar to the tag team match that started this show because the match is so good. And then this finish happens where I'm like, what? Huh? Yeah. What? Why? So. Shotzi Blackheart locks in a cattle mutilation on Sasha Banks here. This looks crazy. Looks awesome. We haven't seen it in, in WWE, at least for a long time. 
And here it is, Shotzi showing her new, this move off on, on Sasha, who's basically tapping out. But before that happens, Tegan blocks Bailey from breaking it up, which Bailey randomly has a chair. Tegan takes the chair. The ref grabs the chair from Tegan, which allows Bailey to roll Sasha over, countering the cattle mutilation to lock in the bank statement. The referee turns around and Shotzi ta- taps out. Sasha and Bailey retain the tag titles. What happened I, in this finish? Yeah, I liked the match. Oh, it, it was it, so awesome. It was chaotic. Yeah, um, so but good. It was, it was so much fun. Great to see Sasha and Bailey. Um, the the whole chair stuff at the end. You don't need it, right? Like Bailey is a double champion. Sasha Banks is a multi-time women's champion on all brands. Tegan Knox and Shotzi, I love. They haven't won shit. They can afford to lose against these champions, right? Yes, 100%. I With, don't understand. Without the need of chairs and why, bullshit. That makes Tegan Knox look so dumb. Why would she stop? The, why would she grab it when Bailey, uh, Sasha's about to tap out? This yeah. move has been locked in for a while. Sasha's, the heat is on her to tap, like she's about to tap out. And instead of Bailey just breaking the move up, Bailey holds a chair. What? Wouldn't Tegan just be like, cool, hit me with it, then get the DQ? Like, yeah. I don't understand. It just didn't make sense. It, it just, it was trying to get the heat with Bailey and Sasha, but like, there's different ways. And, it, and it's trying, yeah, and it's trying to make it feel like, well, like, Knox and Shots were going to win that, and Banks and Bailey cheated, kind of, to, it's, it's not necessary. They're, they're two of, those two in Charlotte, like Be- Becky's out for the while now. Those two in Charlotte are your top women in the company, and they have been for a long time. No one's gonna think any less of Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox for losing. Just do a match where you get some real hope spots on them. Yeah, you don't. You don't need this that. This was so backwards. It just doesn't. I, it it, it frustrated. It was a good match. Yeah, until then, and it, it was really just, was. Again, like WWE just. I'm fed up of these finishes each and every week. It's fucking lazy. It's so lazy. Like, it's like watching a movie or a TV show that doesn't have an actual climax to it. It just prolongs and prolongs and prolongs. Like, what? Like, no. Just just finish it. It just doesn't make sense. I thought all, all four of the women in this match were awesome. Um, I love the team of Shotzi and Tegan. I think they, they, I kind of was upset they didn't win, to be honest. I felt like a, a kid again in here. I was really upset when Shotzi didn't get the win because I was like, ah, oh, I think they kind of get Breaking news. Okay. On WWE.com, Shotzi and Tegan did a promo challenging Bailey and Sasha for a rematch. Whoa. Then ended the promo saying, I kid you not, they were raised by their dad. <laughs> So by my dad. <laughs> we'll get a rematch down the line. So, cool. I think they should win them, actually. I think that these titles should come over here. Or at least switch all over the shows. Because they're all in Florida anyways. Who cares? Yeah. Doesn't, ma- doesn't matter. But yeah, that this match was awesome. The finish was not. It really wasn't. However, this is where the night does not end. Because after this match, it seems as if, as if Sasha and Bailey kind of are going to beat up Tegan and Shotzi. When Io... Shirai runs into the ring. She clears both of them. She beats them up, hits the bullet train, the meteor, the knees in the corner. She goes to like do a, a, a tope of some sort, but they run off. She basically does the ricochet, backflips into the ring, lands on her feet, and is like, what? 
You come here? You want to fight? What's going on? And scares them off. And Io Shirai holding up the NXT women's title saying, this is my NXT. Which on paper is awesome. But right. after this show, I'm like, cool, you're going to have a non-finish against Sasha and a non-finish against Bailey. Great. Like, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like... I like that. I love that Sasha and Bailey are mixing it up in NXT. I'm a I'm a big fan of Sasha Banks. Um I I think it it adds something to the division. I'm with you. I, I think the at some point the women's tag titles need to come to NXT. I think it's where the best women's tag teams are. It'll be the most beneficial there. Um and the EO and Sasha match really excites me. Oh, that sounds crazy. I, I think that will be awesome. Um but come on, let's let's have some definitive wins. Not have Sasha win by pinning someone else. You know, like yeah, like they did with Charlotte because the Charlotte thing like annoyed me as well. I just I haven't seen the point. It feels like, and it, it makes it so clear to me that they're doing, they're trying to kind of win ratings on Wednesdays by just doing the having these appearances. But I'd say the Charlotte one was kind of meaningless to me at the end. Um, Sasha and Bailey, I like the idea of it. We'll see, but I've kind of lost a bit of faith. In the, well, look, know? Sasha is just the tag champ. She's not the women's champ. Bailey is, right? Yes. Bailey dos straps. Uh, I think it's super cool to see Io Shirai uh, tangle with either of these two because I've been watching NXT for so long, and I I was a huge fan of both Sasha and Bailey. I once even got a hug from Bailey when she was champ. I l- love the history there, and I think that now look, Io Shirai came out and said, "Now this is my NXT." So there's some storytelling there. Like, yep. look, you left. I've been doing stuff in Japan. I come over here. I'm the champ now. I'm killing it. Everyone's talking about me now. You guys are the Bad guys. I think this story actually kind it, of it works. should be. Yeah. It should be. I don't. I, visu- visually, can... I'm I'm fucking excited. This yeah. is you end the show teasing Sasha Vio or yeah. Bailey Vio. Awesome. Okay, I got something for you though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We want the titles to come to NXT. Sure, we're getting a rematch with Shotzi and Tegan, but let's say Sasha and Bailey are now upset against Io Shirai. They're gonna beat her up. Io needs some backup. Where's Kyrie Sane? Why isn't she it. come back? Love it. And then we have the tag titles defended. Ask, ask as busy as a yeah, as the champion. Exactly. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Sky Pirates. Sky the, Pirates. the return 2. of the 9. Sky Pirates. Yeah. Ah, oh, you love to see it. You love I to love see it. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I obviously I love Io Shirai here, and I think that you're teasing me with Io 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 Bailey. Yeah, cool. That could be really good. I think the money is Sasha Io. Yeah, even though Bailey's the champ, I think oh, yeah. I think just Sasha's style would work so well with Io Shirai. And yeah, I just yeah. Also, when you think Sasha just idolizes Eddie Guerrero, Io idolizes Rey, Rey. Mysterio. Those two had cracking matches. Yeah. I, I just think it. I I think it could be really special if if done right. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and that's how we end the show with EO basically saying, this is my NXT. This is my house. This is my division. So I really liked the stories going on. I liked things moving along. Uh, the matches were really awesome, but all the, the two major matches that I really liked were the tag team title matches and they both had shitty finishes. So it's just so strange. I don't understand. Like the show itself, this flew by because it was, I felt it was awesome. I love I'm, I'm exactly yeah. the same as you. I, I really enjoyed the show, but two finishes kind of 
it's making me lose trust in them because NXT is becoming more and more like a a better Raw Smack, like still better, but just these finishes, dude, it's annoying. Yeah, it it really is. But overall, not a bad show. Yeah, like no, quality, I really enjoyed it. quality of the matches were great until yeah. those points. Uh, I really liked all the the progressing of the storylines, the the masked guys kind of saying their business, killing Drake yeah. again. There, uh, everything was was really entertaining. I, I thought they actually and put I, on a good I show. I always like when we see we start to see a picture of where the show's moving. Yes, exactly. Which, which we had this week. And there's so many different avenues and lanes we can think about in our head, like yeah. dream booking here of all the stuff. Um, and, and you know what? I thought Tegan Knox and, and Shotzi really showed that they could hang with two of the biggest women's wrestlers yeah. around, right? Shotzi and Negan, uh, Shotzi and Tegan really, really, really delivered for me. In the YouTube room, Darkstar's reminding us that, um, during Sasha's hiatus, she went over to Japan to train with the, roster for sendai girls in japan ah. training with like um maiko sakamura yeah, and Nico, yeah um yeah so obviously has kind of experience working with them as well which would maybe probably make her quite keen to work with Annie shirai all right i have a sasha banks shirt hidden away somewhere in my closet from nxt days i i i was all on the sasha train i love sasha she i think she's one of the Is best it the legit boss yeah with the glo- i've got two sasha yeah. shirts i think but i'll tell you right now Io Shirai would wash oh the mat God. with Sasha Banks. The blueprint? The blueprint? Really? That's what you're going to call yourself? Named after the best Jay-Z album. But there's no match. It was fun seeing the blue hair of Sasha with the, the green hair of Shotzi in this match. It was like I clashing. Mean, it was a rainbow. It's WWE, so you need bright hair. Always. And Tegan, I swear, yeah. has colors in there, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Io Shirai would show Sasha Banks a thing or two about... Uh, about some some wrestling. I'm interested in that match now. I didn't think about it until now, seeing this on TV. But now I want to see this. So uh, that was NXT from June 17th, 2020. That's what we thought. We did put up a feedback thread. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday we post up. Do you want to read the first one? Sure. We start with Paul from New Jersey. Gentlemen. A very lackluster start to the show, a distraction finish, and Brizango are still acting like total geeks instead of title contenders. We witness piss on SmackDown, puke on NXT. <laughs> now all we need is a raw superstar to take a dump on the commentary table, and that's a trifecta. Wow. I did, I did actually enjoy this spot, and it's the most interesting Aaliyah has ever been. Raquel Gonzalez being coined Big Bummy Cool is fucking fantastic. And mess with Cam Grimes, you walk home. Shockingly <laughs> surprised at how great the booking has been in the women's tag division. Showcasing underutilized talent and announcing matches in advance. It's being treated like an actual division. That being said, we found out what we already knew. Shotzi Blackheart isn't iconic. Tune in Monday. This week's hashtag Kona fact. <laughs> Kona's first televised NXT match took place in 2016 on all days May the 4th. His collision with your show is destiny. Keep up the great work. Yeah, Kona Reeves has just been retweeting all of our uh, stuff. Yep. I'm still I'm still on his Twitter feed. So You're like two in a row. Me and him are like best friends. I should DM him actually. I haven't. I'm not an, I'm not I don't like I don't annoy people, you know. I don't want to annoy him, but one day I think our paths will cross. I have faith. I have faith that one day our paths will cross. That's just me. I think I'm good spirits. Uh, we go to Mystery Haya 
Not much to say, but give me Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks on NXT. On a serious note, Sasha and Bailey have done more to make the NXT women look legitimate than Charlotte did in her most recent stint. Wow. So this one match did better for the division than Charlotte did. Ooh. And finally, we go to Chris from Pennsylvania. A lot of good stuff on NXT tonight, but uh, to me, the biggest standout was Santos Escobar. He looked like a total badass and his natural charisma is really showing with his new character. I hope he gets a long run with the title because this is the most invested I've been in a cruiserweight champion since the title became a part of NXT. Overall, a really good show that set up a lot of interesting matches down the road. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what we agreed. Most invested I've been since Tony Nese. I'm pretty invested. In the (laughs) chat, you posted a WWE shop link and they sell Sasha Banks blue wigs. Oh, yes. Why don't I own one? A blue it's Sasha great, Banks right? wig you can now own from WWE Shop. Wow. That's, that, John Cena says we're lucky that he didn't see that before he bought us a bunch of shit from there. Uh, yes, that is NXT. That is your feedback. Thank you, everyone in the uh, forum who leaves feedback. And thank you, everyone in the YouTube live as well. We do go live Wednesday nights after NXT. Uh, we do... AEW show as well on Up Nextra where we compare NXT, review AEW and pick what shows and matches of the night every Thursday on our Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext. This week we mentioned we're doing a was next. We're talking about Bray Wyatt, Jason Jordan, Roman Reigns, Tremperetta, all these stars. Biggie. Biggie. Vicky. Yeah. Vicky Guerrero yeah. puts a, 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 a hit. A bounty. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, so we go back and we watch all the NXT. We're doing Jean-Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport this week as well our patreon's all over the place so patreon.com slash up next five bucks a month gets you all the shows and yeah all the back catalog as well including all the best matches ever backlash which we just did and all that stuff so uh thank you everyone for listening to this in fact thank you to some of our patrons who make this show what it is so i want to send uh, a quick thank thank yous to brendan gallagher (laughs) (laughs) thank you to jeff Cook. Thank you to Greg T. I don't know any other noises. <laughs> thank you to Howie Nishi. And thank you to Isaac Weinstock. Yes, indeed. And I want to say a big, big thank you to Robert Rose. <laughs> Gary Gibson. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. Scott Barr. Matt Oates. Kevin Anderson. <laughs> And Matthew Blackmore, thank you so much for all being patrons. I know some of you are uh, just signed up in the last week. Welcome. Uh, thank you for supporting us. It it honestly helps us out so much and allows us to keep this show, our flagship show, if you were, yes. um, up next for free each and every week. So thank you so much, guys. Yes. Follow the Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter at Up Next Podcast. I, myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davy Portman. Hey, these these times are crazy. You know, things are opening up. We don't know what's going on in the world. Will there be wrestling with crowds one day again? Sure, there maybe will. So uh, we just do this thing where we watch ridiculous wrestling, and it's silly, and it's entertainment. Well, we do it for you. So thank you for listening, and appreciate you guys. And this little community that we have, I always, always appreciate you guys. I mean it. Thank you. Goodbye. Take care. Be safe. And hey, Davey, you want me to get you an Uber? (laughs) Ha ha! (laughs) Oh, (laughs) boy!
Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.